The following is a high five moment from highfivecasino.com. Welcome to Burger Yippee. Would you like a hot apple pie today? Yes, yes, yeah, I won. Woohoo! So that's a yes on the apple pie? I just went big time playing high five casino on my phone. Real cash prizes, free daily rewards, over 1,200 games. Yeah. So yes or no on the apple pie? Woo! I won again. I'll take that as a yes. Drive around. Have you had your high five moment today? Only at highfivecasino.com. High five casino is a social casino. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited. Play responsibly. Conditions apply. See website for details. High five casino. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, save on select steel battery tools. Right now, save $50 on the FSA 57 battery trimmer set. Real steel. Find yours at steeldealers.com. With AK-10 battery and AL-101 charger, offer valid for limited time only while supplies last. See participating dealer for details. The biggest games of the football season are coming, and Bet Rivers is introducing new parlay features just in time for the playoff push. For your next bet, try a new multi-game parlay and combine bets across games to make your perfect combo. Combine player props, game bets, and even different same-game parlays into one multi-game parlay. Make your parlay today at Bet Rivers. Download the Bet Rivers app or go to BetRivers.com to place your bet. This is the Philadelphia City Cast with Ryan Rothstein, presented by Bet Rivers. All right, welcome back, Philadelphia City Cast, presented by Bet Rivers Sportsbook. I'm your host, Ryan Rothstein. Uh, we have a good show planned for you. Will Hill will be hanging out with me, and we're going to run through the early week lines for all of the NFL games coming up. We're going to look at the futures market a little bit as well. NFC odds, AFC odds to make the playoff odds. We'll recap Eagles, Giants, and we even work in some bowl talk, baby. So without further ado, let's stop wasting time. Let's get into the conversation with, with uh, Will Hill, host of the New York City Cast. Enjoy. All right, welcome back, Philadelphia City Cast and the New York City Cast, uh, presented by Bet River Sportsbook. Here we are. Ryan Rothstein and Will Hill having some fun on, uh, what is it, December 28th. This is the week where no one really knows what day it is. I know a lot of you out there are most likely off from work after the holiday, not yet New Year's, but uh, still plenty to get into, Will, so let's do it, man. Yeah, that's that's so true. You know, I've been screwed up ever since last Tuesday when we had two games. The next day never felt like Wednesday, and you know, Christmas falling on a Saturday never really felt like Saturday, so Sunday started to get back on track a little bit, but... Yeah, like you said, all these days are just kind of discombobulated. We got a long time without the NFL now. We seem like we've had football, NFL every day. Now we don't have a Thursday game, a Saturday game. We got uh, all the way till Sunday, which maybe isn't a bad thing because the game last night, some of these games have been pretty rough to watch. That Dolphins-Saints game was uh, was not pretty on the eyes. I think Ian Book is still getting sacked somewhere. <laughs> yeah, somewhere out there, Ian Oof. Book is uh, throwing it away or getting sacked. My goodness, that, that kid... Like Ian Book and Jake from State Farm, a.k.a. Jake Fromm, and we'll get into Eagles Giants, obviously. Like those kids, I feel for them. They have no business being in this league, though. Yeah, I don't know if this is a hot take or not, but I just don't think that Ian Book is the answer. <laughs> hot take. Will has studied the film, and he yeah. doesn't see a bright future for Oof. Ian Book. I didn't like the kid at Notre Dame, for whatever that's worth. But, uh, you know. Nah, yeah, I, 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 digress. I mean, I had Miami to pick him. I wish I kind of went a little heavier on it from everything you read about Ian Book is like, how did this kid get drafted? Even as a sixth rounder, he was a reach. But look, when he opened plus three, then it's a pick him. Then you're minus three, it closed minus three and a half. It's just we get caught up in, in 
you know, the best of the number. And rightfully so. I think that's a re really important. But uh, last night was a case where, man, you could have played that game for a month. And I don't know if the Saints would have found their way in the end zone. It was just brutal. <laughs> um, we, we will get into Eagles-Giants here for a bit. But we're joking bringing up that uh, Saints-Dolphins game. So let's let's stick with that for a second because you and I, when did we talk about that? I mean, was that last week? Was that the last time you and I did a, a show together about yeah, the Dolphins? Yeah, it was last Tuesday, but we still had Eagles-Washington to talk about. So uh, it's been two games here in six days. So it was before the Eagles-Washington game. So, yeah. That's like, right. Days are all screwed up. We've had, you know, two games in six days. But uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know what there is to talk about. I mean, Jake Fromm. Uh, that was brutal. I mean, that was about as bad as I've ever seen. Like I said, the NFL these past years, we've seen some ugly performances. I mean, there's nothing I love more than the NFL regular season. You wake up, you, know, you go through your bets, you go through fantasy, 1 o'clock from 7.30. It's just multiple games on all day. You're checking all the scores. But uh, this last week or two has been pretty rough. Sunday where there were some tough games to watch, and that was just a bad product last night. But, uh, yeah, the Eagles have gotten fat here. I mean, they beat up on the Giants. They beat up on the Jets. They've gotten in the mix, and they're in pretty good shape here. Uh, to clinch a playoff berth in these next two games. They are, man, and it's um, it's crazy. I mean, l let's get into the the odds to make the playoffs. I mean, we can start with the Eagles. I remember last week when previewing this Eagles-Giants game, you know, I threw out there, I was like, listen, might as well take the Eagles to make the playoffs this week if you're looking to bet this game, uh, just like a side thing. I and mean, you and I have talked about this before, but last week the Eagles were right around plus 120, plus 140 to make the playoffs at Bet Rivers. That was prior to the Giants game. So if you're under the mindset that they're going to win that game, which they ended up doing, that's probably a good move. You look at today, Will, at Bet Rivers, Eagles to make the playoffs, minus 250. Yeah, there's probably still some value on the minus 250. Now, I do think Washington will play a little better this week. If they're going to show any professional pride, uh, it would be this week. I mean, that was about as embarrassing performance as you're going to see. I mean, we mentioned all the bad performances. That was at the top of the list. Because, look, Jake from State Farm doesn't have the ability. Ian Book <laughs> was playing behind, you know, eight string left tackles. They're not meant out for the league. Washington, that was an effort thing the other night. I mean, they weren't making tackles. They just weren't playing hard. They got run out of the building, gave up 56 points. And even last Tuesday against Philly, they got a 10-0 lead, and they just got killed from that point on. You look at the, the final yardage, it's like 519 to 237. I mean, that's... Not typical for an NFL game. So uh, you would think they get some guys back this week. They're home. They've kind of been challenged. You know, they had everything with, with Allen and Payne fighting on the sidelines. You think, unless Washington's completely given up, which, look, you can't rule it out, you figure Philly gets Washington's best punch this week. Uh, the line's only four, but, you know, a home dog getting four points, that might be the way to go for Washington. But, look, if you're Philly, you got to win this game and, and give yourself a shot to get in the playoffs. So, I, you know, I, I definitely wouldn't be lining up to bet the no on Philly. I think they're in good shape to get in here. Yeah, and, and you mentioned this Eagles-Washington line. I mean, yesterday it was at three and a half at Bet Rivers, so already ticked up to four. Obviously, Eagles, the road favorite. The total has stayed put. I looked yesterday, it was at 46 and a half. That's still uh, where it remains as of recording this, uh, this episode here, Will. So I, I, I don't know. The Eagles, the past couple of games, they've gotten out to extremely slow starts. Like that Giants game. That's pathetic, really, that it was even a 3-3 game. Now they come out in the second half, they take care of business. 34-10 to 10 is the final. It's a blowout. They blow the doors off them. But they didn't even get points on the board until two minutes left in the first half, and it was a damn field goal. Um, so I don't know. I, I think when you look at the four for Washington, maybe you're on to something. But the Eagles, 
there's a really strong chance, Will, that if they win this game, the Dallas game for them might not even be meaningful. They may already have clinched a playoff berth. Yeah, absolutely. Dallas has already clinched the NFC East, obviously. They can still be the one seed. They're only a game behind Green Bay, and they have the tiebreaker. But like you said, if they win and Minnesota loses, that would be it for uh, for Philly, I believe. That would, that would get them in. Yep. Uh, unless I missed something. They do have the tiebreaker over the Saints, right? So that would... Yeah, a winning a Minnesota loss would put them in. There's so many moving parts here with all these scenarios. But, yeah, you're right. I mean, Philly's in good sh- in really good shape here. I mean, look, part of it's the schedule. If they played a professional team last week, they're probably down 17, 20 to 3. Yeah. Because, the Gi- I mean, even the opening kickoff, they fumble. Giants have a chance to fall on it. They couldn't. Some of it was just luck. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, third down, they throw what looks like an interception. Gets overturned. It hits the ground. I think the next drive, it was a strip sack where Hurts loses the ball. Guy for the Eagles is right there. So, some of it was luck. Some of it was right place, right time. Um, yeah, I, I can't lay points with this team. I do think Washington will play a little better. Like you said, Philly has not been great. I mean, look, this team lost to the Giants not that long ago. They beat the Jets. They beat Washington. I mean, they've beaten up on uh, some of these lesser teams. So, look, the, part of it is, you know, who you play, and, and that's going in, in the favor of the Eagles right now. Washington looks like a dead team. Uh, the Giants and the Jets are dead teams. But, you know, I'd be careful about laying the points. You might, if you like Washington, might be better off just waiting because I don't know that there's going to be yeah. a lot of sentiment, a lot of people looking to bet Washington. So I, I would say if you like Philly, bet it now. If you like Washington, maybe wait and see how see how high this line goes. Yeah, I, I agree with you as it relates to betting this game, but I, I'm back and forth, Will, like someone that's, you know, hosted the Philadelphia CityCast. I'm on, you know, 94 WIP locally. I'm hearing what all the fans are saying. And obviously I grew up an Eagles fan. So I'll admit when I'm being maybe biased and not completely objective, but I go back and forth from believing that this Eagles team is, you know, good to decent and maybe better than what their schedule tells us to, and ah, they're, they're not that good. Like everything you just said. I mean, I feel like we have to give them some credit and I want your thoughts on this and maybe you don't believe this, but they're number one in the NFL since week seven in rushing their defense. I know they've been playing joke offenses, but their defense has gotten a lot better. Their offensive line is arguably the best in the NFL uh, up there, certainly top two or three. So I, I don't know what I'm getting at, but I'm just trying to still figure out what they are because they've completely overachieved and exceeded my expectations going into the year, despite the roller coaster ride they've taken us on. So I guess I just want your thoughts on that. Yeah, I mean, look, their season win total was seven coming into the year. They've already uh, eclipsed that. So look, they've had a good year. I think the question now is, what is Hurts? He's kind of in that in-between yeah. territory. It's sort of like the NBA when you have a, Mac, a really good player. Do you want to give him the max contract? you want to commit? Hertz has played well. I think the offense, you know, shows some athleticism with the linemen. The receivers are quick. You got first-round picks here. You can really build this team up. You want to commit to Hertz long-term. Uh, that's the tough question. I go back and forth between, you know what, I think he's a good backup. I don't think he's a starter. I've kind of eaten my words a little bit. Maybe he's a little better than I think. But, mm-hmm. you know, is he that guy that can win you three or four playoff games and be, you know, one of the top eight or 12 quarterbacks in the league? I'm not ready to go there yet. But, look, it's been a good year for the Eagles. Uh, if you get in the playoffs, it doesn't matter what else happens. It's gravy from that point on. So good year for the Eagles. I know they kind of changed their identity. They were pass, pass, pass. And everyone's Completely. like, why don't you just run the ball? They started to run the ball, and they played really well. And, you know, people were hard on the coach starting from the, the opening press conference. But I think he's done a decent job. And, look, if you get in the playoffs here, you, you, you've had a good year, even though uh, you're probably not a threat to win a game. Although, who knows? I mean, look, anyone can win one game. Maybe – play the Cowboys in the first round divisional game who knows but a uh, good year for the Eagles nonetheless yeah absolutely and and let's let's get into that let's look at the NFC right now um 
who really scares you? I mean, obviously the Packers are are the team for me. Dallas, maybe it's my Eagles bias coming out. I I understand they're dangerous, they're talented uh, on paper, and and they've had a strong year. Like they're they're much better than the Eagles. Obviously, they deserve to be where they're at, but still. They, they don't really scare me. I would say the only team that maybe scares me right now is the Packers. Tom Brady in January is always scary, but they're a shell of themselves compared to last year. Uh, you, you look at this NFC, Will, and we can flip to the AFC in a few minutes, but uh, how, how do you see it playing out? Is there any value right now in the futures market for you or, or just uh, throw that our way? Yeah, do you have the prices in front of you? I, my Usually this late in the year, their value is really sucked out of these things. It's really tough to find value. You're better off just playing it game by game in terms of the money line. I would say the Bucks would be a tough matchup for, for Philly just because Philly needs to run the ball in order to be successful, and, and Tampa really takes that away. You know, it looks like they'll get Evans back for the playoffs. I mean, they are missing Godwin. Fournette's banged up. Um, look, it's the playoffs. Anyone can beat anyone. So I, I, I think you know Philly's probably going to be one and done, but look, it's, it's been a hell of a year regardless. Uh, in terms of value, I do like – I mean, Dallas does have a good defense. If they could ever put the offense and the defense together at the same time, yeah. uh, they're a tough I have the out. prices. <clears throat> Sorry yeah. to cut you off, but just to work this in, yeah. I have the Packers at plus 190. Uh, this is to come out of the NFC, so yeah. NFC winner to get into the Super Bowl. Packers plus 190, the Bucks 3-1, to one, the Rams plus 450, Dallas 5-1. to one. Then we have the Cardinals at 12 to 1. San Francisco, that's interesting at 17 to 1. And the Eagles, for what it's worth, 25 to 1. What, what do you have the Giants? Are the Giants listed there? Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, I'm going to have to keep scrolling down. You're going to have to yeah, give me like uh, 10 minutes. I would take a shot at San Francisco, but it looks like Garoppolo with the thumb is could be done for the year. I think it's uh, that, that's a major injury. It kind of explains why he played so poorly Thursday night. I mean, he was, I mean, you talk about walking the bases loaded. He was all over the place. <laughs> he looked like a pitcher who couldn't find the strike zone. And, you know, San Fran had a chance to run him out of the gym early. So that was my sleeper team. But I, I don't think with Lance, uh, they're really a factor, assuming Garoppolo can't come back. And even if he comes back, can he be effective? Uh, not a lot for me. I just think, you know what, 5-1 to one at Dallas would be the one I look to. But, look, you're going to have to win three games, two of them probably on the road. So you're probably just better off playing money line uh, after money line as, a, in, as opposed to, you know, the 5-1. to one. All right, let's look at the AFC while we're doing this for a second. You have the Chiefs at plus 170, uh, the Bills at 4-1, to one, the Patriots plus 650, the Titans 7-1, to one, the Colts 8-1, to one, Bengals 12-1, to one, Chargers 28-1. to one. I mean, you could really buy low on the Chargers at 28-1, to one, figure, you know what, they get their act together, they got the Broncos yeah. and the Raiders. If they get in, uh, you know, they got Herbert. Um they got a coach that's going to be aggressive. They've obviously beaten the Chiefs. They almost swept the Chiefs. So the Bengals are interesting. I'm sorry, the the, uh, the Chargers are interesting. Chargers. We can we can pat ourselves on the back. I think. I think last time maybe it was a couple weeks ago we were talking about the Dolphins at 12 to one to make the playoffs. They are now I think plus 250 to make the playoffs. All they need is two wins to get in. And if you bet that when we told you to bet it, all you need is one win against the Titans, and you can hedge and bet the Pats next week. So. Yep. Uh, a lot to be determined in the AFC. It's really a, a lot of fun right now. I would say, you know, there's not a lot I love there. I'll, I'll give you one. How about the Browns plus 600 to win the AFC North? So they just need the Bengals to lose to the Chiefs. Then the Browns can win their last two games at Pittsburgh and home against the Bengals. That's really not an unrealistic. It's kind of a three-team parlay there where you need the Chiefs to beat the Bengals, then the Browns to win their two games. As bad as they played, as much as things have gone wrong here, that's not an unrealistic scenario here. The Browns at plus 600 or whatever price you have, I think it's in that area, is one that I would really look at. 
plus 550 right now at Bet Rivers and PA. So, yeah, I think you're on to something there. I mean, the Bengals, they're the – we talk a little bit about recency bias. They have looked nice here uh, as of late, but this they're AFC fun. North, Yeah, they're fun. Yeah, but it's still completely wide open. I think you have value there, as you mentioned, with Cleveland. That, that might be something uh, to consider this week before games get underway. I agree. Yeah, the Bengals are fun. The Bengals remind me a little bit of, I don't know if you're old enough to remember when the Colts were first coming up, the mid-2000s, when it was Peyton Manning, Reggie Wayne, Edron James. They just kind of have yeah. a really elite players and all the skill position player, uh, skill positions. You know, if you're around the if you're listening to different parts of the country, maybe you haven't seen Jamar Chase because the Bengals aren't really on national TV. He is just incredible. He is a generational type receiver. I know, you know, they got a lot of heat from, you know, all us fake draft experts who say, oh, you got to pick a lineman, you can't pick a receiver, which <laughs> – I understood the line is important, but, man, Chase is one hell of a player. Uh, and Burrow, the Burrow-Herbert debate, I feel like he's going to be a debate for a long time. You know, who's the better player? Kind of goes back and forth where Herbert was great last year. Burrow got hurt. But Burrow's just an incredible player. And you got Mixon in the backfield. They got a lot of weapons. So, uh, since he's a lot of fun, I, I, you know, at 12-1, to 1, I don't know if there's a lot of value there. But that's a fun team to watch, a fun team to root for. Uh, a couple of other to make the playoff odds here, Will, might as well. I mean, you mentioned the Dolphins. They're right around plus 250, as you mentioned, plus 260 at Bet Rivers and PA. Uh, the Vikings, yes, plus 490 now. The Saints, yes, plus 170. Washington, 13-1. to 1. They're certainly a long shot, but not out of it. Uh, I, I guess really the point of this is to focus in a little bit on the Vikings at plus 490 and the Saints at plus 170. Uh, your thoughts on those two squads? Yeah, you'd really have to get into the math here. Better, you're better off going over the scenarios and just parlaying what you would need if you're the Saints. You obviously need some help, and you need to win your games. Same with the Vikings. You know, the one thing I'll say about the Vikings, they look terrible on Sunday. They looked terrible last week against the Bears. They have a habit of playing well against the Packers and playing well in Lambeau. Yeah. Uh, they, they won in Lambeau last year. Cook, I think, scored four touchdowns. They beat the Packers earlier this year, 34-31. So they, they play well in that building. They know how to play Rodgers. You know, they get a scenario here where the Eagles get upset versus Washington, which, look, it's not likely, but it's not impossible. Then they're back in a position where they control their own destiny. They just beat the, beat the Packers, beat the Bears week 18. They could get in. Uh, plus 490 is not a terrible bet, in my opinion. The Vikings are frustrating, and you know as well as anyone, because yeah. they, they'll go into Lambeau and win, and then they'll lose to the Lions. Like, they play up to their opponents, and then they play down to lesser opponents. Oh, yeah. I mean, I wouldn't be shocked. I really wouldn't be shocked at all if they beat the Packers. Uh, they control their own destiny going into Week 18. They play the Bears at home, and then you look up, and they're down 13 nothing to the Bears. You're like, what the hell is going on? Right. The Vikings, you feel like uh, it's probably it for Zimmer. If they don't make the playoffs, it's probably time to just move on. I don't know that they would move on from Cousins. I think they could and just absorb a huge cap hit and move on. I mean, they got him. It's been there four years now. He's only made the playoffs once. That was an NFC title team. Uh, NFC Championship game team when, when Cousins took over. They thought of him as the missing piece. They gave him a ton of money. And because he gave him a ton of money, the rest of the roster has really just been depleted. You can't pay as many guys. I mean, it's a zero-sum game. You can only pay so many guys. So uh, I don't know that they would move on from Cousins. I do think they would move on from Zimmer. But, again, not out of it here. Not impossible that they beat the Packers. Just not likely. All right, so should we should we run through uh, early week first look, so to speak, here uh, lines for this week? You know, uh, look, let's, look do at, let's do it. Let's do it. We got five bowl games today too. Did you bet anything in the bowls or no? No, not yet, man. I and I don't even know if I am, but maybe if you sway me a little bit, if you drop some knowledge on us, we can uh, 
we can sway me to make a bet. I've just been so distracted with NFL and and uh, I haven't. I haven't gotten into the bowl yet, the bowl, the bowl season. Have you been firing on all cylinders? A little bit. It's tough. I mean, it's like anything here where there's COVID and there's games getting yeah. canceled. And, and in addition to games getting canceled, you got these, you know, the best players on all these teams opting out to play, play you know, to go in the draft. So it's really difficult. Uh, I mean, we don't have to spend too much time on it. One, one I do like is Mississippi State Leach uh, against his old team in Texas Tech. There's bad blood with the way that ended. I know Leach feels like – you know, with the way his contract got um, got terminated, they owe him money. He's really out to run up the score, and he's a 10-point favorite today. Uh, his teams haven't played well in bowls. He's 3-8 and eight in bowls, but he's got the much better team. Texas Tech's a bad defense. That's Mississippi State, I think, minus 10. I think that's a 6:45 Eastern game. So uh, that's the only one I played. I mean, you got four or five from today. I know Auburn Houston's about to start. Not a lot I love. The one I do like is Mississippi State, minus 10 out there. I love Dan Leach. <laughs> he's the man. He's the, just, best. Yeah, he's the best. He's the absolute best. All right, so let's uh, let's get into the NFL lines coming up. We'll take a quick timeout. We'll get a word in from Bet Rivers here, and then Will and I will run through uh, all, as many games as we can at the NFL. Maybe go over a couple more bowl games that uh, catch our eye. So uh, stay tuned right here. Coming up next. Bet Rivers Sportsbook wants you to be in control of your football bets. That's why players love the same game parlays at Bet Rivers. Same game parlays let you mix and match player props and game bets and gives a payout boost to the winning combinations you want to root for. Combine two bets or combine many. You pick your confidence level and then watch the game unfold. Bet on same game parlays at BetRivers.com or download the Bet Rivers app. Presented by Rivers Casino Pittsburgh. Must be 21. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler. All right, here we go. Philadelphia CityCast, New York CityCast crossover. Ryan Rothstein, that's Will Hill, host of the New York CityCast, having some fun here on December 28th. Uh, it's bowl season, baby, and it's uh, NFL playoff season. Not official yet, but obviously we're inching closer uh, as we get close to turning the page on 2021. Crazy 2022. But uh, all right, well, let's, uh, let's, let's do some NFL lines, shall we? And then we can end maybe with some more bowl game thoughts uh, before we say goodbye. So uh what sticks out to you this week is there any game that you've already had your eye on I mean we have the Rams and the Ravens Rams are three and a half point favorites Falcons getting 14 and a half in Buffalo um we could start with Rams Ravens I guess Rams on the road three and a half point favorite the total at 46 and a half this Ravens team you can look back to the couple uh decisions to go for two there that uh maybe have cost them but your thoughts on this one frustrated because I did the crossover with Danielle Sunday night and we were talking about this game and it was either two and a half or three and I said boy that looks a little cheap the Ravens just have nobody in the secondary remember they lost all their running backs before the season even started they're on you know third string quarterbacks they're basically just picking guys off the street but that line moved up to three and a half that's a huge jump I mean not that only it's a half point point but that's a key number obviously if you go from two and a half to three and a half but uh, I would certainly lean Rams I don't think you're going to get the threes back so that's a tough one right there. I, I still wouldn't bet the Ravens. Uh, maybe they get Lamar back. But, look, he's a guy who needs his legs, who needs his athleticism. So, uh, you know, even him at 70%, what's he going to give you? I think Huntley is unvaccinated. He tested positive Saturday. So I, I, think, I believe oh, wow. he is out. So, uh, again, I would only look to the Rams here. You're not getting the best of the number. But, to me, this Ravens team is just absolutely shot here. Bills and Falcons. I, I mean, what, what are your thoughts on the Bills? 
right? Because a couple of weeks ago, it, you're looking at the Bills like, man, they're a mess. And then now all of a sudden, have they gotten their bleep together? Uh, you know, two touchdown favorites, 14 and a half to be exact. Atlanta, I don't know. I feel like they're still in, in the hunt. They need a lot to go their way. They probably need to win out. Um, would you take the 14 and a half? This feels like a stay away game, but what's your thoughts? Not sure I'll bet it. I think Buffalo just had some bad luck. I think they were one in six in one score games. You know, they lost a tough one in overtime against Tampa where the you know, digs got mugged. They didn't call it after they came all the way back. You know, that win game against New England was kind of a fluky game. Buffalo's good. I mean, Allen's a really good player. The defense is good. I mean, you can push them around a little. You can run on them. We saw Taylor run on them. We saw the Pats run on them. But look, all these teams have their flaws. Uh, look, if Buffalo came out of the AFC, would I be shocked? Would you be shocked? I don't think you could be. That's a really good team. Now, they're not going to get the bye. Looks like they will win the division. All they need to do is beat the Falcons and beat the Jets, and they win the AFC East, and they get the home game. You know, it's interesting. They're not really built for their own environment because they're a passing team, and you get some bad weather in Buffalo. I'm sorry, they're not really a running team, and you get some bad weather in Buffalo in January. That's not really their environment. Remember uh, last year in January, they played the Ravens in that crazy wind game, and uh, they needed a pick six to be able to pull away because they couldn't really run the ball. They couldn't move the ball. In terms of this game, Atlanta really has struggled when they step up in competition. They've gotten blown out by some good teams. So, to me, this is Buffalo or pass. Probably not a game I'm going to bet. This this line's also moved, too, because I think this opened at uh, – this was Buffalo minus 13.5. So, you've gone on, up to 14.5 through the key number there. I want to skip skip down a little bit because this game's a 425 p.m. Eastern time kickoff. But um, the Cardinals and the Cowboys – now, the Cardinals are getting five at Bet Rivers and PA. Um, man, you look at, like, Kingsbury's record dating back to Terrible. college. It's atrocious later in the year, both in college and with the Cardinals here the past couple of years. But I, I don't know. Maybe I'm a sucker. I, I, I like the Cardinals with the points here. What's your thoughts? Yeah, this is a buy low spot. I think, you know, sometimes you just have to fade your natural reaction. Oh, the Cowboys look great. The Cardinals look terrible. Let me bet on the Cowboys. Uh, yeah, this would be Cardinals or pass for me. Again, they're yeah. missing Hopkins. They got some injuries here. They're beat up in the secondary, and that's not a good place to go to Dallas when you're beat up in the secondary. I mean, uh, they're signing guys off the street. Um, I would lean Cardinals here, but again, with that secondary, I think the over might be the play because it looks like Dallas has kind of gotten their stuff together on offense with the passing game. Um, the Cardinals didn't play great last week, but I think they'll be able to move the ball a little bit. So, uh, maybe the over here. I don't know that I'll, I'll play the points here. Uh, I definitely wouldn't yeah. lay it here with Dallas, but no. you know, Arizona's secondary scares me. Have you bet anything this week yet? No, not yet. I yeah. mean, I, once again, COVID's still scaring me. Um, yeah. You know, like, I don't know if it's worth us betting. You really have to. We talked a little bit about this last time we, we did a show together where it has to be. It has to be the right situation where COVID is not a factor where you're finding value and, and given the situation of the matchup where you say, okay, it's I'm still comfortable betting early in the week, but I haven't found that yet. Yeah, it's tough. And look, COVID could not be a factor. We could do this and feel good about it. And then 20 minutes later, we find out six guys tested positive. So right. it, really, you're walking a tightrope here. You almost really just have to, to be on top of the information more so than handicap the games. you got to just... Mm -hmm. Get the information and act quickly. Now it's tough because these books are on top of the information too. Sometimes it's only, you know, a 15, 20 second window where you have to act. But uh, yeah, it's tough with COVID. But you could look at it the other way and say, you know what, I'm going to bet the game and maybe the COVID news breaks my way. Maybe it's a right. 50 proposition. But, you know, like you said, especially if you're betting big money here, you really don't want to be in a situation where, no. you know, you're laying three or something. Next thing you know, you're missing a bunch of guys and you're, you know, you're plus seven and you really got the worst of the number.
Yeah, so I, I've been a little bit hesitant, at least trying to wait it out a little bit. But, uh, you know, we, we, we shall see how it goes here. What are some other games? I just had it up. Um, let me let me just wait one second. My thing's loading, of course. But um, what was a game here that I was just looking at? Oh, the, uh, the Chiefs and the Bengals, right? We were just talking about the Bengals and how they had those guys at all the skill positions. Uh, they're at home, but coming in hot. The Kansas City Chiefs, they're a five-and-a-half-point road favorite right now, Will, at Bet Rivers. Once again, um, I, I'll, I'll take the points here. I, I think the Bengals can certainly cover five-and-a-half. How do you look at this? Fun game. I feel like we're going to see Burrow versus Mahomes for you know the next five, ten years to come. This is a great game. Um, this is one where I lean towards the points. I mean, the Chiefs have been hot as hell. The Bengals have played well the last couple weeks. Uh, this is another one where the under looks a little to uh, low to me. You know, I don't bet a lot of totals, but to me, this is like a – you know, 31-28, 34-30, last team with the ball kind of game. True. But I know the Chiefs have been a little better on defense, but, man, since he can move the ball, uh, I'm sure the Chiefs will get their points. You know, they, the Bengals, for as well as they played, they had a hard time stopping Josh Johnson and the Ravens last week. I mean, the Ravens put up 20 points. They were moving the ball. So, you know, if Josh Johnson can move the ball, I think Mahomes uh, will be able to certainly get his points and, you know, get into the high 20s, probably the 30s. So, to me, this is an over. Uh, I think it'll be a good game, a fun game. Since he was a chance to clinch the division at home, I wonder, I think they were like plus 800, plus 1,000 to win the division before the year. You know, you figure that the Steelers are always good. The Ravens and the Browns were the favorites. I mean, the Bengals were a real long shot. And, you know, here they are where they only need one win in two weeks to win the, to, uh, to win the North. Uh, fun game. I'm probably going to take the over. I lean towards the Bengals. I'm excited to watch. I'm surprised they didn't flex this into Sunday night. I mean, this we got Vikings-Packers, yeah. which I know is a rivalry game, but uh, there's some good good games next week, and I thought this would be uh, would be the Sunday night game. Total of Bet Rivers uh, right now set at 49. Uh, so so there you go. Over certainly could be a good play there. All right, let's go to the Raiders. Uh, 1 p.m. Eastern time, traveling to Indy to take on Jonathan Taylor and the guy that hands it off to him, Carson Wentz. Um, yeah, maybe I'm a little bit better. The Colts seven and a half point favorites at home. The total. A little bit on the low side, set at 45. I certainly understand that. Um, man, I don't know how I how I look at this one. The Raiders are tough to predict. Once again, I, I don't know. This may just seem like I'm taking the points here with every game. I haven't bet this one yet, uh, but if I have to make a pick right now, I'll, I'll take the seven in the hook. I'll take plus seven and a half. Um, I'm also not as high on the Colts as everyone else in the world. Like, listen, I know Jonathan Taylor is an absolute alien, an absolute stud. The Colts have been trending in the right direction here. Um, I, I, they don't wow me, though. Like, I think in this spot, I'll take the Raiders at least being able to cover the seven and a half. How do you look at it? Yeah, I guess I would lean the Raiders. The thing about the Colts, they started 0-3. Remember, Wentz had the foot issue. Their line mm -hmm. were out. Since then, they've played great. Even the games they yeah. lost, the Ravens on Monday night, you know, the Titans in overtime, they really, they could have won just about all these games. So uh, I think they're pretty good. I think they're dangerous. I'm not in, into lane seven and a half with Carson Wentz. I don't really trust him. Uh, that was a hell of a throw. I don't know if you saw it Saturday night where he's on the move and he basically threw it off one leg, the back of the yeah. end zone. Those are the throws. He's a tease because he can make all the throws. And, and he's, he's got such the a ability. Tease. Such a he's tease. Such a tease, man. But then the week before, I mean, what? He completed five passes. So uh, with lean Raiders here, Raiders still have an outside chance to make the playoffs. Colts really aren't playing for that much. I mean, they're going to get in the yeah. playoffs. They're not going to catch Tennessee for the division. So uh, I would lean lean towards taking the points here with the Raiders. Not sure I'm going to bet it, though. Jacksonville going out to New England. Uh, have you seen this line? <laughs> in insane. I actually saw some 17s minus 120s 
to open. So I grabbed some 17. I just look, the Patriots aren't a margin team. They're a running team defense. They kind of manage the quarterback. Uh, look, I know Belichick against rookie quarterbacks is a trend that betters like, but I can't lay 15 and a half, 16 points with the Patriots. To me, this is Jags or nothing. I actually think the Jags are worth a bet here. Yeah, me too. I, I, what about the total? Uh, it's low. It's at 42, but how many points do you see Jacksonville scoring? Yeah, that's low. I mean, you, again, you got to worry about the defensive touchdowns with Lawrence, who, look, he's not been impressed. If I watched him against the Jets the other day, he spiked the ball on third down with 15 seconds left from the one the other day. He's Some of the things he does are really puzzling. I know. You know, people said oh, he's the next this or that. He's a transcendent generational quarterback. I don't necessarily see it, but uh, I would lean under here, and I definitely take the points. I mean, you got a 15-point line where the total's 42. That just seems out of whack here. I know people aren't going to really, you know, rush up to the counter to bet the Jags, but uh, I think you might take some sharp money here on the Jags. That line to me looks a little inflated. All right, how about the Dolphins? Uh, the the team we've talked about we gave it out a couple of weeks ago 12 to 1 to make the playoffs now they're plus 250 plus 260 they're on the road uh and they're a three and a half point underdog 1 p.m eastern time kick on january 2nd here going to tennessee i mean tennessee minus three and a half right now is even money plus 100 the total 41 and a half what do you see here well, if I had nothing in pocket, it would change it. I might take the Titans just to hedge the bet. I, don't, I haven't talked to you and asked you because I know you took them to make the playoffs too if you're going to start hedging. Obviously, in weekend 18, I think I would hedge. Yeah. Uh, as much as we were high on Dolphins to make the playoffs, we thought their schedule would break for them. It has. Look at the quarterbacks they've beaten. I mean, Joe Flacco, Tyrod Taylor, uh, Mike Glennon, Garbage. Ian Book. I mean, yeah. really, really fortunate. I mean, their last loss was to, to Trevor Lawrence and the Jaguars. This is – look, it's the NFL. You can only play who you play. You know, we can't apologize for who you beat, but you just have to put context in it. They really haven't beaten anybody. Uh, it's impressive. I mean, one and seven with a chance to make the playoffs now if they just win their next two games. But I would lean towards the Titans here. The, they have a, a major advantage in terms of the rest. They haven't played since last Thursday. The Dolphins played Monday night on the road. So uh, I think this line's a little short. I was surprised it's not like four and a half, five. Uh, A.J. Brown, I think, makes a big difference for the Titans. I know they've had trouble scoring with Derrick Henry out, but with A.J. Brown back here, I actually lean towards the Titans. I'll probably lay the points here or just take the Titans on a money line because I have that bet on the Dolphins. Yeah, I, I would, uh, I'll would. i take the Titans. I'll lay the three and a half, and I like the value that we get with it. Um, and, and as far as hedging out that, that Dolphins to make the playoffs bet, I'm not doing that yet. Like, I'll, I'll just come over the top with it heading into Week 18. I, I think that's my move. Would you agree? it's tough, man. It's really tough because I just think the Titans, it, it, it's all, it's not about hedging. It's more like I think the Titans are going to win this week. So it's tough. I would like to tease the Titans and get some points with them, but you never want to tease through zero. So yeah. honestly, I spent a lot of time thinking about how I'm going to hedge it, if I'm going to hedge it, and I really haven't come to a decision yet. So I'm not sure. Yeah. I've really been wrestling with it back and forth of what I should do and you know what I think is going to happen. It's really, it's kind of stressful. It's honestly stressful. I'm not sure what to do because I feel like I'm going to regret it either way. You know, I know. If I hedge and the Dolphins win, I say, why the hell did I hedge? It was 12 to 1, 10 to 1, whatever it was. Why, right. Let it ride. But uh, I would lean towards the Titans here. Yeah, I, I would too. I don't know if I'm, I'll even end up betting this game. The Titans are my pick, but uh, we have some thinking to do. All right, let's go to the Bucs. You know what we could do? Now, just thinking out loud here, we could hope the Dolphins score first. And just get a live money, you know, get a live price price on the Titans. Let's say it's seven nothing Dolphins in the yeah. first quarter, and it's you know we can get the Titans plus two and a half or something. Then that's something we could work with. True. All right, I like where your head's at. We'll have to be in contact here. All right, let's go to the Bucks and the Jets. I mean, the oh. Jets are a dumpster fire. My goodness, oh, thirteen man. and a half. I'm not touching this game. 
it's funny. Their fans are pissed off that they won because last year they won late in the year. They won a couple games and they blew their chance at Lawrence. This year, it's not a great draft, but the two guys everyone likes are Thibodeau and Hutchinson, the defensive linemen. Well, they won the other day. Now they can't get either one of them. They're going to be picking probably fourth. So even when the Jets win, they lose. It's tough. They, they do have amazing. the Seahawks pick as well, but you, know, you would like to get Hutchinson or Thibodeau here. You never know how it works out with the draft, but uh, I would only lay it here, believe it or not. I think Brady at plus 700. I was surprised. Did you see that? He's plus 700 now to win the award. That, to me, yes. is an overreaction. Uh, he's 44. He leads the league in passing yards, passing touchdowns. Look, Rodgers has had a better year. He's a better player at this stage. I still think Mahomes is probably a better player at this stage. But, uh, yeah. look, if, if Rodgers has a bad game against Minnesota and Brady kind of runs up the score this week against the Jets, against the Panthers, to me, just as in terms of value, in terms of the number, Brady plus 700 to win the MVP is, uh, is worth a bet. I, I actually doubled down and put some on that. I, I agree with you. And, and we talked about this before. Like, they don't want to give Rodgers this award. Right. Like that, that, that's a factor for him to get this award. It's going to have to be like, well, I mean, it's obvious we're going to have to give it to him. Right. Um, you know, and, and Taylor's been a hot topic of discussion. He has the second best odds to win the award right now at Bet Rivers. I think it was five to one. So, yeah, I'm, I'm with you. I, I think, like you said, if Brady goes into this game and just lights up the scoreboard, pads his stats, and Rodgers, for whatever reason, comes down to earth for a week or two, that could certainly change a lot of things with this uh, discussion and with the odds, of course. Uh, so seven to one is something to look at. Yeah, like I gun to my head, who wins the award? I would probably say Rogers. I just don't think uh, it matches the price. Like to me, it should no. be Brady plus two or three hundred, plus seven hundred. That was really shocking when I saw it. And usually, you know, I have a good feel for uh, what these awards are going to be in, in terms of the prices this late in the year. I was shocked at that number. The other one that surprised me too was Coach of the Year. I, I Lafleur is like the the favorite. He's around plus two hundred. Reich's up there at plus three hundred. Belichick was the favorite. He was minus money a few weeks ago. Now they've lost two in a row. He's plus, I think, 600, 700, something like that. That seems like an overreaction, too. That's a pretty it good is. price now on Belichick. Come on, Lafleur. I mean, this I guy. I, I, I'm with you. <laughs> Give I'm me a break, you. dude. Like, just... And usually the coach of the year is the guy that overachieves, that does more with less. You know, Stefanski yeah. took a bad Stefanski. Browns team and won it. McVay yeah. took a bad Rams team and won it. He was kind of the new kid in town. Usually it's the team that overachieves. It's not the team that's just good every year. And, you know, it's not that, – that'd be weird if LaFleur got it. Now, maybe he'll just win it by default. There's not a great candidate. Uh, you know, I think Reich's got some momentum. Obviously, the Colts have played well. I, I still think Belichick is the the best price uh, on the board in terms of value. I agree, and Belichick's the name. Like, look at what Andy Reid's done every year in Kansas City. Like, like you said, if you're going to give it to just the best team, the be the biggest name – it's Reed should have won it multiple times over the past few years, and he hasn't because they've given it to guys like you said, like a Stefanski, like an upcoming McVay. That that's typically the trend of how they, uh, you know, how they how they vote for this award, the Coach of the Year. And one guy who's way overlooked in this award, he'll never win it. He probably won't even get a vote. Dan Campbell is ten and five against the spread. He is the gambler's <laughs> choice, the people's choice for uh, Coach of the Year. I mean, he covers these games. I don't know if you saw it, but they were getting. I think seven against Atlanta is what it closed, and they're down seven. They're you know, four, I, I bet them. the five. He kicks a field goal. I mean, you got to send him a Christmas present or something. I mean, he he plays great coaches, cover spread. So Campbell deserves some votes, and they play their ass off. I mean, they really do. I I, I took the uh, I took the Lions plus seven this week that cashed. I took the Rams minus three and a half. I took them late, Oof. and uh, uh. but but they did me a favor. They end up uh, what should we call it? 
the Vikings, Vikings are, are, kick the field goal. Yeah, they're down 10 yeah. and they're driving. And I'm like, Shh, bleep, they're, they're about to score here and I'm about to get a bad beat. They're going to lose by three. They elect to kick the field goal. I was like, thank you. Yeah, <laughs> I, I think got, they did it on the third cover. down too. And they, look, the Vikings do it every game where they get way behind. Then they finally go to their optimal game plan of throwing a ball. And, <laughs> right. you know, once they get down two scores, oh, Jefferson's open and they throw it deep. And like, where was this all game? But yeah, that was, uh, yeah. that was the right side though. The Rams deserve to cover. I mean, Look, Stafford tried to give it away. I mean, he did everything he could to keep the Vikings in that game. I mean, interception after interception. I mean, who throws two picks inside their own ten and lives to win the game and cover the game? That was uh, that was brutal for for the Vikings. They just they got the game handed it to them, handed to them, and they couldn't capitalize. No, yeah, they 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 got it handed to them and they threw it on the ground. All right, let's uh, let's go to Denver. Uh, not literally, Denver's going to L.A. Broncos and the Chargers. Uh, we're getting into the later games now. This is a 4.05 Eastern time kickoff. Broncos getting five and a half. <sighs> Totals at 46. Got to like what the Chargers have been able to do. What, what, what's your thoughts here, Will? Yeah, I'm not laying six with the Chargers. They just can't no. stop a nosebleed in terms of the run game. Uh, yeah. If you like the Chargers, maybe some prices to make the playoffs. Instead of you know laying the six, you can take some futures on them, figure they'll get in. That would be the way I would play it. I think... Come to my head, they win this game and they beat the Raiders and they get in and they're dangerous. But look, I'm not laying six with them. They're just, they're not very good on defense. I know they'll get some guys back this week. But uh, to me, I was surprised that price is that inflated. I think, you know, even last week, you know, the Chargers laying 13 on the road against anybody. They're just not good enough on defense to be, to be laying these numbers. Too many points. Too many yeah, points. Way too many points. All right, let's go to the Lions. Once again, getting seven in Seattle. I'm, I might have to just ride them out, baby. Dan Campbell, the covering king. Uh, Lions plus seven going into Seattle. The total's a little bit low at 42. Uh, Your lean here, your pick, Will. I mean, I'm not betting this game. I'm not watching this game. But I'm certainly, <laughs> if I had to, I'm not laying seven with Seattle. Wilson no. has not looked the same. That team looks like it's headed for some major changes. I know they just gave uh, Carroll a contract extension. And, and Russell Wilson, look, it's not the NBA. You can't just pound your fist and say, trade me, and you get traded. But. It seems like that thing has run its course there. I mean, yeah. at the end of a disappointing season, uh, look, would I be surprised if they came out and won the game by 10 or 14 points? I would not, but I'm not laying the seven. If I had to, to bet it, which I'm, I'm not going to, I don't think, mm-hmm. I would lean towards taking the seven just because you know what you're getting here with the Lions. They're going to play hard. Even if they're down 17 late, they're going to keep trying, calling timeouts, throwing the ball. They don't they, they don't give up. I mean, they play their ass off, like I said. So uh, it would be Lions or nothing for me. Not sure I'm going to bet this one. I think I'm going to bet it uh, stupidly. I think I'm going to take the seven. I, I just, I've been a fan of Campbell. I've been a fan of the Lions. Seattle looks like they're ready. To, you know, they're booking their trips to Cancun and, and they're done. They've had a horrible year. Um, but we'll, we'll see. It's a crap game either way. All right, let's go to, uh, let's go to Nolens. The Saints, six and a half point favorites. Oof. Cam Newton coming back into town, getting six and a half. This game, I ain't touching the total at 38 and a half. Um, I, I'm not touching this with a 10-foot pole. Will, are, are, are you with me? Uh, friends don't let friends bet on Cam Newton. Every time, <laughs> you know, you. I, I watch the games on Sunday. I don't know how you do it, but I put that 702 channel on where you can watch all eight games at once. Yeah. I don't know why I look up and see Cam Newton on my TV ever. I mean, it's not 2015 anymore. Get him out of there. Put Darnold <laughs> in. Put Walker in. I don't understand, unless it's the ownership, you know, clamoring for him to play. I, I just don't get why Cam Newton's still in. Maybe look at an under here. Uh, I can't lay that many points with the Saints. The Panthers are pretty good on defense. I don't think Rule has done a great job. I don't know. You know, everyone loves him. He's a great college coach. To me, he has not done a great job. I mean, this team was 3-0, and and they've won two games since. So uh, this is a pretty easy pass for me. Yeah, I don't know how to how to uh, assess Rule. You know, they've really given him a, a, a 
a long leash, if you they will. Have. They you have. Know, I, I don't know. Next year, I think he's going to have to start to do something because, my goodness, I don't know what's going on down there uh, in Charlotte, North Carolina. All right, let's, uh, let's go to the Sunday night game. Vikings, as we've brought this up briefly here earlier in the episode, Vikings getting six and a half, going into Lambeau, the total at 47 and a half. Uh, Will, your thoughts? Yeah, I would, I would take the Vikings here. I think season on the line, they match up pretty well against Green Bay. Green Bay has a hard time stopping the run. I mean, the Browns, it felt like the Browns, I don't know why they stopped the running. It felt like they could have ran for eight yards every time they handed off. Uh, something to watch here, Cook is not vaccinated and he tested positive last Thursday, so he might not be cleared. But if you get Cook, I mean, Cook ran for four touchdowns last year in Lambeau. Uh, this season's on the line. The Vikings play them pretty well. They match up pretty well. I actually like the Vikings here. Interesting. I would probably lean Vikings, but um, I don't know if it's one of my favorite bets. It might even be a live bet opportunity, depending on how it starts off uh, on Sunday night to wrap up the Sunday slate. All right, let's. Uh, Our Packers teasers will be uh, will be pretty popular, oh, yeah. and I can't dispute that. No, yeah, it's a perfect teaser opportunity. Uh, the Browns going into Pittsburgh. Browns three and a half point road favorites. Uh, the total set at forty one. I don't know if I feel good about laying three and three and a half for Cleveland. Um, I'd probably right now lean Pittsburgh. I don't know how I feel about this game, Will. I know how I feel about this game. I don't want to bet on Baker Mayfield, and I don't want to bet on yeah. Ben Roethlisberger. Right. <laughs> this this game could be meaningless. If Cincy wins, both these teams are eliminated. If Cincy True. loses, both of these teams can still win the division. The Browns would control their own destiny. So uh, maybe you can kind of handicap and what you think is going to happen in chiefs Bengals and say, you know what? If the Chiefs win, the Browns control their own destiny. Maybe I'll take the Browns, but, oh, man, this is Monday night. We're going to have to watch Baker and Ben. I am I am not looking forward to this one. Maybe an under here. Uh, not one I'm dying to watch, to be honest. Probably not no. going to bet. No, me either. It's <laughs> I don't know. I mean, we're, we're, what's our best bet of the week right now as we record here today Ooh. on the 28th? Probably the Jags. The Jags is one I like. I'm trying to think of what we just, just ran yeah. through. The Jags is a good one. I, again, um, I feel too comfortable betting the Jags, but Bengals with the points. Yeah, Jags I would say the over. My my best bet would be over Bengals Chiefs. I just don't. I think that's low. I think that'll close 51-52. I think that's way too low. All right, there you go. All right, so before we say goodbye, it's been a good episode here as always with Will Hill hanging out. Um, some bowl games. We we touched on one or two. Let me uh, let me pull up all the. All the odds here for today. I know my Mountaineers are, are ending the action here. Will at 10:15 p.m. We're gonna have to stay up late to watch a barn burner with the with Dub V taking on Minnesota. Uh, do you have any thoughts on any other games while I pull up all the the uh, numbers here? No, I mean I gave you. I like Mississippi State. We got Auburn Houston playing right now. Mississippi's playing. On, I'm sorry, Louisville's playing Air Force 3:15 Eastern. Yep. Then got Mississippi State, Texas Tech. UCLA, NC State, I don't have a lot of interest in. I would actually lean towards taking the five with West Virginia. That's a low total. Should be an ugly game. Yep. Maybe lean towards the under there. That under is 44, which is really low for a college game. So would lean West Virginia. Uh, maybe I'll jump on something live, but don't have a, a lot I love other than Mississippi State here. Yeah, this is a this is a biased pick here with me. I'm not afraid to say it. It's up to five and a half now. Already moved in like an hour. West Virginia getting five and a half. Listen, the Mountaineers, they can certainly lose this game by a touchdown, but they're more than capable of winning this game outright. So uh, I would definitely take the points and I would even, you know, uh, maybe sprinkle a little bit a little on sprinkle. West Virginia. A little sprinkle. Just a little sprinkle plus 165 West Virginia money line. So there you go. You talked me into it. I'm in. I'm in yes, with you. Yes, let's do it. 
Make some bad decisions with me, Will. All right. Let's go. Uh, <laughs> there we go, baby. Uh, make sure you're subscribed to both of the shows, Philadelphia CityCast, New York CityCast, available on all of your pod platforms. I uh, hope everyone has a great new year. We still have some more episodes to put out until then. But uh, nonetheless, thanks for listening. We'll catch you on the next episode. All right. See you, right. Thank you guys for listening. And I'll be back tomorrow doing my normal show. We'll see you guys. All right. There it is. Hope everyone enjoyed this episode, Will Hill and myself, Ryan Rothstein, hanging out, uh, talking best bets, recapping Eagles Giants, doing it all. Hopefully we give you uh, some good information to run with to help you make some informed winning bets. Uh, we still have uh, two or three more episodes to put out for you this week before we get into the new year. So make sure you are subscribed, following the podcast on all of your pod platforms, wherever you listen, wherever you get your pods. Also available on YouTube now as well. Give me a follow at Wise Rye. Thank you all for listening, and uh, I'll see you on the next episode right here on the Philadelphia CityCast. Peace. The following is a high five moment from highfivecasino.com. Welcome to Burger Yippee. Would you like a hot apple pie today? Yes, yes, yeah, I won. Woohoo! So that's a yes on the apple pie? I just went big time playing high five casino on my phone. Real cash prizes, free daily rewards, over 1,200 games. Yeah. So yes or no on the apple pie? Woo! I won again. I'll take that as a yes. Drive around. Have you had your high five moment today? Only at highfivecasino.com. High five casino is a social casino. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited. Play responsibly. Conditions apply. See website for details. High five casino. A collision between a Chinese jet and an American spy plane. He came and rammed into our left wing. With relations increasingly strained, what are the chances of things spinning out of control? The Western world was asleep. I'm Gordon Carrera. I'll be exploring the friction in this most important of relationships and asking, has the West taken its eye off the ball? You cannot ignore China. From BBC Radio 4, this is Shadow War, China and the West. Listen wherever you get your podcasts.